0: Taylor, let's catch up because it's, it's just incredible what happens over the course of only a couple of days, you know, how, how the dust just settles.
1: It's weird that we're going into week 18 and the number one seed in the AFC and NFC have already been locked up to term and decided sent off. So there's not much for the, there's nothing for the Niners to play for and there's nothing for the Ravens to play for. So that is a little interesting this year.
0: It's it's so fascinating that we had this with so many possibilities. And you and I have continued to go back and forth always about, you know, the best team in the NFL is. And we're always, it seems like you and I are always playing that game where we're we're almost not even giving credit in the moment for what's happening because we just want to know who's the best, who's the best, who's the best. And and admittedly, it has changed. The season has been really interesting that way because it undoubtedly has changed.
1: It has and it hasn't. Like we always had our. We always had the Ravens circled. We always had the 49ers circled. Now, whether or not they were the hundred percent number one seed, yes, I guess that wavered a little bit, but not too much. Um, I think well, that the finding win on Sunday for the was for the Ravens, beating the Dolphins the way that they did. And honestly, it it proved your point that you've been saying all season. And I didn't fully believe that because I saw the what I saw what the Dolphins did to the Cowboys the week prior. And I thought they are not just an adorable, as Sam would say, an adorable <laughs> team and an adorable story. They're actually the real deal. Um, and I still think they are the real deal. I think they are a good team. I think they've come along well. They didn't have Jalen Waddle. They didn't have Raheem Mostert. Um,
0: but again, what A-Chain did, did
1: in that, that game. Up in the beginning of the game. But then it was just the Ravens defense dominating Lamar, dominating. It looked they look like a scary team that I don't think anybody wants to play in the playoffs. We'll, we'll look at it away.
0: Now, like, not until the second round. <laughs> when you look at the Ravens these two weeks in a row, again, the Niners up early in the game in San Francisco against the Ravens, right? There was the, there was the ridiculous safety, but it did happen. You know, it looked like, oh, wow, the Niners are going to establish their will. That's what happened. And then you have the Dolphins up 7 nothing. And it's seeming, okay, this is really going to be this sort of heavyweight fight is what we're thinking. And then you look back at these final scores and you see what happens over the course of a game and what Baltimore able to do. And let's look specifically at the Miami game because I'm going to go back to it. The Dolphins are exactly that. They're adorable. You mentioned the losses and that's fine in regards to not having Waddle and not having Mostert. But when you look at what what like- H&M was able to do, massive, but, but Taylor. The Dolphins essentially, because it was going to be either that the Dolphins against the Cowboys was sort of their big win of the season, or that the Ravens had given out all of their energy to beat the Niners. And it turns out that the Dolphins had nothing to give after beating the Cowboys, whereas the Ravens had everything. And I'll say this much, Taylor I was convinced, convinced that there would be no two better wins on anyone's schedule than the Niners beating the Cowboys 42 to 10. And the Eagles, forty-two to nineteen. I mean, that alone seemed like, wow, what's ever going to be better than that? And you have the Ravens beating the Niners in the Bay Area, thirty-three to nineteen, followed yeah. back to back. I mean, the fact that it's just right after that, and on a short week, fifty-six
1: to nineteen against the Dolphins. It was wild, but and like like you, or I mean, yes, that fourth quarter, like it was putting the nail in the coffin, but in the beginning, it was a closer game. The Dolphins went down and scored on their opening drive, went back and scored again. They were driving down the field very well. They were, they were carving out our defense. And then all of a sudden the Ravens did get it together and stepped up. And wow. by the way, the
0: one, can we just give credit? The one-handed interception while the Dolphins. By, are trying I,
1: to move. Oh, by Roquan. I was going to say Roquan, by Roquan Smith. Also, also likely almost touchdown, Isaiah Likely, 40-yard gain, whatever it was, one-handed Spectacular,
0: looking like a ballerina. Look, I mean, that is a ballerina-style catch that he made to to be stretched out like that. And by the way, we mentioned the Dolphins' injuries. Can we just say one thing overall on the course of a season? The Ravens not only, yes, one seed in the AFC, Niners one seed in the NFC, and no mystery as to which one we think would be better right now because they played each other two weeks ago – Let's look at this. J.K. Dobbins.
1: I know. Mark Andrews. Mark
0: Andrews. And Keaton Mitchell. Taylor, these are monumental offensive weapons to be without. And when you consider Dobbins and Keaton, considering it's the same position and you're seemingly finding a guy, then having to replace it, finding that guy, then having to replace it, that's stacking up in a way that should, it should put a dent it doesn't have to, cr- to to absolutely crumple a season, but it should put a dent in the momentum. It, and instead, it, it's seemingly bringing this whole thing And together.
1: I I Mark Andrews up there in the conversation with all the top tight ends, Travis Kelsey. Um, the conversation, the conversation. I think, I think he's just as good, if not better. I So I, I possibly, you know, one of the most valuable offensive weapons other than, of course, Lamar.
0: Clearly. And, and then you look at
1: in- Mark Jackson, who's having another MVP season.
0: Just wow! We did. The, we were doing a little bit of the history here before we got rolling, and looking back to that 2019 season for Lamar. And I always call it. I just call Man. it Lamar But is it? Is it in a way? It's impressive in a different way. What we're seeing, isn't it? There's yeah, some, because it's, it's so
1: different. more dynamic. It's not just somebody that can take off and run and do Game Boy like plays. He's also developed into a passing a a legitimate threat passing quarterback
0: what, what's the term he used quarterbacky he's a, <laughs> a quarterback, he's a quarterback. Nail, right yeah. I mean it it is so fun to watch and when you see it on display in that way against those opponents it just makes you sit back and say okay this now, is scary like you said scary for anyone who's coming scary. into that you know game.
1: who else is really really scary is Lamar's old teammate Joe Flacco it's, it's the quarterback that up taking over for on this Browns team, playing lights out, being the same Joe Flacco who took the Ravens on the road and was a playoff road warrior led them to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. That's what Joe Flacco looks like right now. He's still got wheels on him. We were saying that he can't keep talking. Who is this guy? Yeah, the Thursday night game,
0: He's running around. You know, what's amazing about Flacco also is you look back at that season, which was, by the way, a contract season for him where he bet on himself and proved everybody wrong and got the incredible contract so well-deserved coming off a Super Bowl MVP. And now to have been sitting on his couch and come back and do this. Taylor, it's it's interesting that that you go back and you look at the AFC and you think, (laughs)
1: see just see the energy like radiating off of him and how much he's enjoying being out there and playing and it's it's like a refreshed fell in love again with the game
0: Taylor who are the teams who are the teams that we're saying are sort of in the way you know we're saying the Ravens are the scariest team but as you just mentioned you know the Bills would be one of those teams that look like okay wow that could be a team and again, the fact that the AFC East is coming down to a winner take all week 18 is just fun for all of us that we get that. I mean, that's such a gift. But yeah. when you think about it, it's really the Browns that feel to me like the potential kryptonite. The Browns more than anything feel like the kryptonite. If the, Ravens, I, if the Ravens seem unbeatable right now, the fly in the ointment. And it's a shame because week 18, that game will mean nothing. You know, now that game is is, is really you know irrelevant to so Baltimore. And so –
1: and it's For difficult. the Browns, too, they can't move up and seed or down, cool. yeah, they're locked in,
0: so it's a wash. So that game's a wash. We're not going to learn anything there. And to think, okay, hopefully, could we get it? Could it fall that we get a Ravens and Browns flack over the Ravens in the in divisional or AFC championship? Matchup? I don't
1: want to think like that is what we're going to see. <laughs> it would be so fun, though.
0: And that's and let's just say this look, the Niners very much got back on track, and 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 we would be remiss not to just allow 10 seconds for uh, to just mention the eagles in, in a way that we just i mean when you look across the scoreboard yeah. when you look across the scoreboard for week 17 in regards to surprising scores you'd have to say that 35 31 arizona at philadelphia to pull off up that upset wow is that is that scary i mean i mean if you look back since yeah, week I, 14, I feel like
1: the Eagles are just missing something. They've got the pieces. There's something that's not right with their team. It's, it's not Eagles that is going to lead them far into the playoffs right now.
0: You could split the season up in two ways, and you could essentially say, really, since the bye week. And if you look at it, the Eagles are in the in their 31st and 27th when you look at a number of the defensive categories. When you look at sacks and when you look at red zone efficiency, what they're allowing for opponents to do since week 13. It's, it's terrifying to be, to be listed amongst those teams, 31st and 27th. And Taylor, I'll just say again, my wild, my wild.
1: Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Um, One more thing that I do want to say about the NFC before we go. I still think that number two team is the Rams. Iron Williams, Pukunakua, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, that defense. I really think that they have come into their own this second half of the season. And they are the number two team in the NFC.
0: And again, a shame that week 18 won't give us what we thought was going to be this sort of heavyweight matchup, right? The Niners now have nothing to play for. And you've got this Niners-Rams game that won't mean what we thought it sure, could. Have.
1: Unless they want to, keep, I guess, could they keep them out of the playoffs?
0: There, yeah. it's, it's, no, because
1: they, no, they, because of the Seahawks loss last week, they were on the plane for watching. For sure. And they didn't take off until they had lost. And so they knew that they were,
0: yeah. they were in. And so that's what's really fascinating. And 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 so the Rams, I like it as the, we're saying basically Rams and Browns as the dark horse. I know the Bills will want to say something there, but you're right. Yeah,
1: no, I I agree. I think the Bills are also dark horse.
0: Absolutely. And and you know now depending, look, Cowboys as an NFC East champion will feel a little bit different. You know, everyone's going to feel a little different about the Cowboys. I understand when you look at the opponents, when you look across the schedule for the oh, season, gosh. you're not going to circle a lot of Poor games. Can we
1: just? I- to prepare for the Lions and what happened there.
0: Saturday night could wow. have been, it was such a moment. And it's interesting, you know, as, as someone who was raised as an Eagles fan, it was very difficult to be rooting in that game for the Cowboys to win. But that ultimately, in the moment, would have been better for the Eagles season for the Cowboys to win that game. And so you're thinking that it's over at that point. And what a beautifully designed play. I'll say that much. What a beautifully mm-hmm. drawn up play. What, what a cool play. And, and to have it ripped away. What do you think and of the this- fact
1: that um, Jared Goff was so well-spoken after the game like yes he did call out what needed to be called out in terms of the officiating but he also said it very eloquently and like did not lose his cool I, I it would have been tough for me as a fan of the Lions let alone a player on the Lions to have been so calm cool and collected after that because I feel like they just were kind of robbed
0: and you love Dan Campbell for so many different reasons, and he has proven, and obviously He's this, team, like I said, I, the line's proving wrong. Man, man. but going for it from the two, going for it from the seven, going for it from the three and a half—you know—it was it's like
1: even the refs couldn't keep up.
0: <laughs> it was so interesting to see him all in on his team to say this is our moment to win, and we're going to do this. You know, there was there was an interesting commitment to that team theory. And it was it, it was it was exciting. It was certainly exciting to watch. And obviously, you know, Lions fans, I'm sure, are just full of tears over that one. But regardless, the Lions are going to have a chance to prove a lot of people wrong moving forward in the next few weeks. All right, Taylor, we will catch up plenty more. Week 18 is going to have tons of surprises for us. Obviously, if we can take either of the last two weeks to mean that, and, and so much fun over Christmas. And by the way, Happy New Year to everybody out there. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone for Let's Catch Up. I mean, what, I, I I don't know I don't know what my what my resolution would be for the NFL for this season, but I'll come up with one. I'm sure the Eagles are thinking of one right now, and I'll have one. But, but Taylor, absolutely happy, happy New Year, and 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 we will catch up.